Hunter, what is up, my friend? Of the sky. Uh, well, yeah, you're right, I guess. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Man, I am doing okay. Uh, a little sick right now. I don't know, uh, don't know what's going on with me, but, uh, little little under the weather. I think it's a sinus infection starting to take over my body. I get one just about one like I get a good one every year. Just it's it's almost like clockwork and it it really depends time-wise, but it always happens when the weather is uh spontaneous. Like it'll be cold one day and hot the next and humid yep. and so, like when that stuff starts, I know it's it's just about time for for my sinus infection to happen and I usually have to the bad ones that linger, I usually have to have a steroid shot to get it gone. Yeah, I'm uh, I've been taking medicine and everything, but I I feel like Dookie right now, so I'm <laughs> going. Yeah, I got. I would uh, I would probably call in tomorrow, but I got a time study I got to do. But if I'm not any better in the morning, I'm I'm definitely going to the doctor and I'm gonna ask her just to give me a shot in the butt and so we can kick this thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, th- I think mine's from hay. They're all the farmers around here are cutting it right now. So that's <laughs> that's what started it all. Unfortunately for me, it's that sucks. Yeah, it's and the worst. Like the sinus pressure stinks, blowing my nose stinks, and all that. But the worst part of it all is where it all the pressure just makes it where it's hard to hear, and like I have so much just build up in my ears. It feels like. And there's nothing I can do to get rid of it. That sucks. I hate that because it just like it's almost like you can't you can't focus. Yeah, I've, I'm at work and somebody will yell for me, and I'll be like, "Did did somebody mention my name?" It's just I feel like you're trapped in like a thing of jello. You know, I hadn't thought about it, but that's a pretty good uh, <laughs> that's a pretty good explanation for it. The world is just like, <laughs> yeah, it's. Caroline would be saying something to me or I'd have the volume up super loud and she'll be like, are you even listening to me? And I'm like, nope, <laughs> my body won't let me. So, <laughs> uh, but it is what it is, man. So how you, uh, how you doing with the leg there? You, I, I hear you've, you've decided to walk like a young adult again. That's right. I've, I've made the choice to, <laughs> to walk like an Egyptian. Um, so my report from the doctor was incredible. He, from a, from a medical standpoint has cleared me to put all my weight on the leg. And am I able to do it? Yes. Is it easy? No, because it's been three months since I've used it at all. I'm able to, like, I can stand without any aids at all. I can even take a few goofy little steps without anything. Uh, but for the most part, if I'm doing any walking, I have one crutch or I'll like brace myself against the wall just because I, I'm, I'm not coordinated. Uh, and, and it's hard for me to catch myself. So uh, I have my boots still, but I've also got this really fancy ankle brace that I use and can use with normal shoes. Um, so it's, it's been interesting because I, I started, I mean, obviously I want to walk as much as I can and I don't want to use my scooter unless absolutely necessary. Like if we go into Walmart, I'll use it because I don't want to shuffle around the Walmart and get bowled over by some old woman trying to get her Miralax or whatever. But, uh, but anyway, the, the good news is I'm cleared to put my weight on my leg. I'm still doing PT. As of now, the only recovery that remains is building up muscle and removing the swelling and tension. Those are, that's all that remains. Like my healing bone wise is good. He, um, he did clear me to drive, but I have a five speed. He told me he doesn't see any issue with me pushing the clutch. And, uh, I tried it on Friday and it was a little painful. And so then I tried it, uh, sun Saturday or Sunday. And I ended up being able to go around the parking lot and, and drive. So, um, things are, things are recovering pretty quickly, but I'm trying to pace myself and, and really listen to <laughs> what my body is saying. Like sure. at the end, at the, at the end of the day, man, 
my my heel is just like screaming. You know that feeling like you've been on your feet 12 hours a day? Yep. And it, it feels like you could just like melt into the floor. The yep. bottom of your foot is so worn. That's how I feel. And I only get up and walk around about five or six times a day with with this routine. Um, so it's it's just building that endurance back up and uh you know but i'm able to go up and down stairs i don't have to sit down and scoop my butt like i used to i am able to uh walk around and and like go into restaurants without a scooter which is nice um so it's 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 getting there we're getting there slowly but surely well i got a i think i've got the solution for your vehicle and what do i do just ride the clutch the entire time. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> just keep your foot fully uh, compressed on the clutch, and you just don't ever have to worry about anything anymore. That's true. And then, well, that's how am I going to get going? <laughs> well, you just let out a little bit. You just ride the clutch the whole way. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Just okay. I wouldn't go further than like a 30-second drive. <laughs> smoke yeah. everywhere <laughs> you can just smell it as soon as you get in the car yeah man I'm, I'm i'm glad you're you're back on it they uh they give you like a cool muay thai uh ankle wrap so if anybody comes at you now you're protected you can yeah. show them all your cool skills yeah i uh, can just i can just judy judy kick all sorts of stuff <laughs> that's good man it'll uh I imagine, especially since you've been off of it so long, that you ever have a like a I think it's called a stone bruise on your heel, like if you step on a rock really hard or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is that kind of what it what it feels like? Yep. Yep. Yeah, because that's a horrible pain, and literally you walk all the time, so it just it just doesn't ever seem to go away. Uh, I've had those. I I used to never wear shoes whenever I was growing up outside and. I'd come back in and I'd have cuts and scrapes and never failed. I'd always, right as I was about to come in, I'd step on the only rock in the yard and I'd have a big bone bruise on my foot for a week. And man, they were just miserable. But I'm glad you're uh, glad you're getting back to normal, man. How's it? Uh, how'd it feel the first time you you walked without any assistance on it? Without any assistance, it was weird for sure. It was super super weird. Um, but, uh, it was kind of liberating, <laughs> I sure. guess I would say. I mean, you've been, I mean, not wheelchair bound, but you've essentially been, you know, scooter bound for however many weeks it's been now since what, February? Yeah. Uh, happened, I fell so. on February 15th. Yeah. So, I mean, you've, you've literally not, <laughs> you've not been able to use the leg for weeks now. So I imagine it's like, ah, oh, finally. Yeah, it's it's pretty, you know, it's pretty liberating. <laughs> I'm trying That's not to be too overzealous about it, though, because I, I want to be back to normal like now, but I got to build it back up and I have to be mindful about that. So did you have like a really, really noticeable like when obviously you when you first start walking, it's going to feel different. But could you tell like. A, a huge difference in like the strength of your, of your legs. Mm, yeah. Like it's, it's pretty, pretty obvious that my, uh, my, I'm going to start calling it the enhanced leg is because now it, <laughs> <laughs> it's not broken anymore. It's enhanced. That's what he told yeah. me. He's, he's like, if you're going to break anything, it's going to be not where the metal is. He's like, you were, <laughs> you were now reinforced everywhere where, uh, where I put metal. So, uh, my enhanced leg is definitely weak. And like, you can just tell by the size of my calf muscle. Um, but I, I usually favor my normal leg now, like standing up. I, I usually lean on um, it. I usually push up mostly with, with the, the standard one. Sure. Um, but I'm starting to, to remind myself more and more to just let, let that, uh, let that enhanced one do some more work. Cause it's okay. Like as long as it can stand it, it's going to be fine. Yeah, dude, just get you an ankle weight and wear that all the time. <laughs> That'll bring it back. Yeah, dude, you'll be like Rock Lee from Naruto. <laughs> oh, you, you're talking about the, uh, your doctor said this, it won't break or anything. 
So Caroline was telling me that there is a kid at school uh, where she teaches at that this kid, they broke their arm a while back and they had to have metal put into it. This kid the other day fell so hard on the ground that it bent the metal in his arm. And when he picked it up, it was the shape of an S. Oh my word. I feel so bad for him. Can you imagine? You've you've got your doctor's like, yeah, yeah, this bone's gonna be so much stronger, and you've got all that that extra enforcement in there, and then you get up and your arm looks like a spaghetti noodle. Good lord. Yeah. I mm. I don't I don't know how uh I don't I'm not gonna try to guess. I have no idea how much a ten year old or how much a ten year old weighs, but uh I can you imagine someone that small falling so hard that it bent metal rods in their arm? Golly, no, and I don't like it. So just imagine what it do to your leg. <sighs> You're welcome for that. So think uh, about that anytime you go outside now. Uh, I'm sure you'll be fine. What are the <laughs> what are the odds of that happening to you? <laughs> just test it out and see. Just jump off your bed and see what happens. No. <laughs> it makes me cry. I don't. You can't see it, but I'm like cringing right now. I mean, I've seen some god awful things recovering. You know, I, like my X-rays are one thing, but seeing the leg as it was, I, mm, I just don't know if I can handle something like that. We need to put into uh, into the, the wedding ceremony. The yeah. richer for poor. Through sickness and in health. That's the funny thing. <laughs> through solid and broken bones. Yeah, we've we've said it already. Uh, <laughs> like for those of you that have just tuned in, Cody is going to officiate at my wedding. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, all that for for richer for poorer, we've done that. In sickness and in health, both Bree and I have had really major surgeries while we're while we've been together, and we've had to take care of each other. So it's funny how how all that works out, and uh, I. I've told Cody from the get go that I encourage the the message to be funny during the during the ceremony. So if that doesn't make it in there, I think I might be a little disappointed. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> we'll say it's going to be unconventional to say the least. And just uh, and you know what, we're an unconventional couple, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> All the old people there will be like, "What is he talking about? This the- isn't part of a wedding." <laughs> This isn't like what my pastor said in 1842. 1842, <laughs> the vampire. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know my family. Yeah, I mean you're you're right. <laughs> I know a few things. I know your mom made me laugh, and your dad can make some mean ribs. Yep. And I really like your dog, but and Bree's okay too. But that's about the wow. extent of. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm joshing back. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not oh. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, it'll be fun. Yeah. We'll, uh, we're going to get that when it gets a little closer to time. Or I'll, uh, let y'all kind of find your own ceremony that you want. We'll, we'll customize it to, to whatever you all want. Cause I keep telling Hunter, you know, off air, we talk about, you know, s- some of the stuff. Cause, Caroline and I went through this back last July. So uh, in, in our vast time of being married, we have all this experience and stuff to pass on. But I keep telling him, it's like, oh, yeah, you got to have this. And I keep saying, and, you know, your wedding's not for you. It's for everybody else. But during the ceremony, you get you can have whatever kind of fun you want. That's, that's true. That's where that's where you can get all the laughs from and whatnot. <laughs> Yeah, it'll it'll be fun, man. I'm I'm excited for it. I've uh I got it marked down on my my work calendar. <laughs> I for some reason just I consider myself a a tech person. I like to have stuff like that, but Oh, me too. But on my desk, I have one of those old school giant like paper calendars that I just write on. And it literally looks like a rainbow on it because whatever color pen I have is just what I use for it. And man, it just it's written all over chicken scratch on it. And that's the only way I can keep up with anything. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I have to I have to put it in my phone calendar. And then sometimes I, I even forget to check that. But I, my watch does a pretty good job of like giving me the rundown. But it's funny you say that about the tech stuff, because like everybody at work carries around the little yellow uh, notepads and pens. 
Mm-hmm. And I like, I figured out that there was one note already installed on my computer. Yep. And so I just like sit in meetings with my phone and take down notes. And then when I get back to my computer to do design work, it's already there. <laughs> all That's I have nice. to do is open one note and all my tasks to do are there and, and everything. So, um, I mean, paper's nice, but I'd rather not have to keep up with it. <laughs> I'm with you, man. If, if I could convince my work to buy me an iPad or it ain't going to be an iPad, just some kind of tablet where I can actually write on it with one of those, like with a stylus, that's not like a sponge tip one, the yeah. rubber, those are garbage. But if I could yeah, get suck. one that had, yeah, horrible. I tried that at work. I took my iPad. I used it one day and said, this isn't for me, dog, but <laughs> it's not for I, me. <laughs> I found what I use most and funny how we got here after talking about a leg, but I use a, um, it's an A5 size. It's a journal cover is what it is. I just, I, the, one of those ads that I saw on Facebook that just wore me down until I bought it. But, uh, I bought one of those and they fit those, um, the Walmart, uh, soft cover binders really, or notepads really well. So I've got one of those in there and just a really small dot grid because I was, we had a guy quit and I was given his job. So I've got two of those and I found that it's the perfect size for sketching when I draw trailers, for taking notes and for keeping up with all my safety stuff I got to do. So it's a, it's a real digression for me. I'm a little upset that I've, I've become this person who, who uses paper for everything after I didn't. I didn't use paper for four years in school to take notes or anything, but <laughs> uh, funny how we come full circle. Yeah. I've always, I've always been a fan of the, the digital stuff. Oh, I'm with you. I'm just a person. I, I, I like to write stuff down. So one note is phenomenal and that's what I used all throughout school. But yeah, if I can ever, if I can ever convince work to, to get me a tablet, then I'll probably retire the paper stuff that I carry around with me. <laughs> I had one of the guys in uh, one of our plants at work. I was I was carrying it by the handle, so I mean it, you know, it's just on the spine, so it's just hanging down. And he runs across the sh- the plant and comes over to me and says, <laughs> "I like your purse there." <laughs> I was like, "Jamie, I would hate to whip you in front of all these people that you're in charge of here, but I'll do it." <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie's like grandpa age. So I was there like, you go. it's what he said. He, he literally, I've never seen him move so fast, but he came over. I like your purse. You got, <laughs> he Jamie, had one of those moments where it just had to be said. I don't know how long he'd been planning that one. I don't think it was spontaneous just knowing Jamie, but yeah, when, when he saw the moment he struck and he went for the, the kill shot, so, so it didn't bother me, but I don't carry it by the handle anymore. So, <laughs> but man, I'm glad your legs doing better. Uh, We're getting there, man. We're getting there. You'll be, uh, you'll be doing jumping jacks and hopscotch before you know it. <laughs> I hope so. Well, maybe, maybe as part of your uh, PT, so we can get stronger on your leg and go make peace with the apartment kids and do hopscotch with them. Yeah, no, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. We've been, the funny thing is we haven't really had any issues. Uh, but then while I'm sitting here, I'm getting a bunch of alerts. And one of these, uh, one of the kids that I, I it's, she's a little bit older. She's always out like walking around. Uh, but she's like on her little hoverboard, like right in front of the house. And she like keeps stopping and looking at the camera. And I'm just like, you know what you're doing. <laughs> You, you know what you're doing. You need, you need to not be this close. <laughs> like if my package cameras are getting you still like, you know, my part. You should, I, uh, you should sit in the window whenever you, you get those alerts and then just jump up in it. Yeah. I know there's like a sidewalk there and the sidewalk is technically public space, but for the same reason, I wouldn't just stop and have a phone conversation on the sidewalk in front of somebody's house. <laughs> like I, you know, yeah. Bree had the funny idea that if they keep on, like if they get close to just set off the car alarm and just let the car alarm go. I, you know, I'm not saying to do it, 
but I'm not saying don't do it. I'm, I mean, there's nothing that scares me more than a car alarm going off. It, especially when you know you didn't do anything to it. Yeah. That's what, if she got close, like if I could time it perfectly, if she like got really close to the bumper and then I set it off and then opened the door, be like, what did you do? <laughs> Hunter, you would scar that child for the rest of her life. Well, she'd stay away from my stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, priorities, I guess, man. Yeah, that's that's what it's all about. I don't care about, I, uh, it's not my kid. I don't care that she's scarred, unscarred, whatever. <laughs> she ain't my kid. <laughs> Get them kids. I just don't want my paint to be scarred anymore. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's one of those things, man. Um, I just bought a car for my parents, and there's a little, I say little, it's noticeable, a scuff that I, uh, I'd i put on it when they had had it for a little while. And uh, my dad was like, yeah, I got a guy who uh, works at the place where I always get my oil changed next to work. He said that he could completely paint the bumper and uh, he'd paint the hood and color match and everything for $500. And I was like, what? $500. That seems a little low. Well, I think it's because dad knows him is the reason he would do it like that. But it's like, man, it is ridiculous to like fix paint on a vehicle. And I know it's special paint and the way it's made and whatnot, but... It just shows you that stuff is just not cheap at all. Yeah. Not cheap at all. I was like, well, we'll we'll save up for that. Um, I, got, I got some other stuff that I want to buy, and I got a wife that likes to shop, and we're going to Disney, so. <laughs> uh, uh, man. Disney. We're moving. We're getting close on Disney for us. I've, I've got some of my surprise thingies have been ordered. I just got to make sure they're totally attached to our reservation um but we're, we're getting there so that'd be fun man yeah we're <laughs> caroline we'll, we'll be sitting on the couch and she'll say let's see how long the weight the weight is right now on this ride at disney i'm like <laughs> what i was like we're sitting here in the eastern part of tennessee and you're wanting to see what the wait time for a in, ride at disney in florida. is in florida <laughs> Like, why? And she'll sit there and just, for what seems like forever, just look at these rides and be like, oh, the wait time's only this long for this one. And I'm like, Caroline. She's just excited. It's like, we've got over a month till we go. <laughs> what are you doing? She's just excited. Dude, excited is an understatement <laughs> for, for what she is. I couldn't tell you how many pairs of like Minnie Mouse ears she's bought. And she's like, I'm going to wear one every day. Oh, heavens. <laughs> I, was like, Karen, I was like, you realize it's going to be July, right? Yeah, you're going to die. <laughs> like, it's going to be very, very hot when we go. So. That's why I'm glad we're going in late October, because it, it should be, should be, should be, uh, I'm going to say that one more time, should be <laughs> uh, comfortable. Yeah, it'll be, it should be really nice for you all. Like you're, you're just getting into the later part of fall. So I'd imagine it'd be very, very pleasant. And I wouldn't think that would be a high travel time. I think you'll, you'll probably beat a lot of the, uh, or you'll be after a lot of the fall breaks for people that are planning on going. Yeah, because so. it's literally right during the week of Halloween that we're going. So uh, well, it might be a little uh, busy then. Maybe. But I mean, you know, we've we've got the reservations, we've got the park, like we've we've made our reservations for the parks. The only thing that we're waiting on is the specific like ride and experience reservations because you have to do that sixty days out. Uh, okay, like that's that is the the earliest you can book like your rides and some of the rides you have to do the day of, like you have to book your your reservations the day of, like so you have to wait yeah. at seven a.m. Um, but like some of the experiences and stuff that we want to add on, we're not even allowed to select past like June. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. man. And you need to get on it. Cause like Caroline was looking at stuff like 45 and 50 days out for like some of the restaurants and dining experiences and stuff. And they were already all booked up. Yeah. So, so we're going to, we're going to be up at like, uh, we're going to be up for the midnight release of the new times on the days that we're going to go. Cause we're like really what I want to do the most reservations wise, like we're going to do one fancy, uh, one fancy night where we eat out at the, I think it'd be our guest. Uh, but then the rest of it, we're going to kind of eat 
as cheap as we can. But then like the stuff in Hollywood studios, like the star Wars things, we're yeah. going to, we're going to do Hollywood studios twice. And so we'll have a little bit of wiggle room there on when yeah. we can do our experiences and go to the cantina and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I told Caroline and I might've already said this before, but I have no desire to get a $30 shirt. I'm going to eat at every restaurant that I can eat at while we're down there. That's, Literally. That's what I'm going to spend my money on is, is food. Cause I think there's, there's talk of the, the meal plan coming back, but I don't think it's going to come back in time for us to have it. So our planner told us that there has been no talk of it coming back this year. But they're okay. shooting for the beginning of 2022 for that, because because wow. we're that's one thing that we've been checking on religiously to see if we could we could get that. But it, it'll be all right. We uh, we're gonna probably take like some snacky stuff to have like a little breakfast in the morning, and then we'll do two quick service things for lunch and and dinner in the parks. And then there'll be that one night that we go out and do our fancy engagement dinner. And then, uh, I think that's about all we talked about. I mean, it's, it's, uh, we don't want to spend a whole bunch of money on food, but I definitely, while we're there, I want to enjoy it. Yeah. I'm gluten-free diet that I have to follow. Well, yeah, it's but not, they're so forgiving there. That's what I was going to say. They almost every place there, obviously probably not like the streetcar things that they have, but almost every restaurant there has a really extensive gluten-free menu. So that's really why I want to go because you can get all the sweet stuff that I just really can't get anywhere else. You know, things right. like that. Donuts and beignets and things like that. Ooh, so Get some uh, beignets from but, the New Orleans Pavilion. Uh, that was you, a really bad New Orleans accent. I'm so sorry. That was sorry. horrible. That was I'm so horrible. sorry. That was the worst <laughs> accent you've ever done. I'm really, really, <laughs> I'm really not warmed up right now. Look, I'm all my... <laughs> All my uh, mental energy is going towards my leg right now, so. <laughs> it's all right. I'll tell you the one thing I've seen that I am the most excited to try, and I don't really even know what it is, but it's called a Dole Whip. Yeah. Dole it whip. looks so good. That's a good, doesn't it? I don't know what it really is. I've just seen it in passing on the stuff. Caroline watches the videos and everything, but it looks so good. And what I'm afraid is going to happen is I'm going to really, really like it. And I'm going to have way too many of them. Well, when in Rome. When in Disney. You should be able to enjoy a Dole Whip on more than one occasion. <laughs> a Dole Whip or six. Cause, exactly. Because with me, I, I know it's one of my flaws. And I really try to work on it. But I have zero self-control. When it comes to stuff that I really like, I just jump in head first. And that's not just food stuff. That's anything in life. I really like it. I really jump into it and I, you know, I go hard in the paint, but I know that I'm going to love these things and I'm going to be like, all right, y'all go ride. I'm just going to hang out here at the Dole Whip cart. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going to eat a bunch of Dole Whip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> four hundred dollars for a ticket to disney and then i'm sitting by the dole whip cart getting eight dollar dole whips all day long well i'll tell you what if you do love them they have a copycat recipe and i'm sure there's a way oh, to make Hunter, them don't tell me that well i'm sure there's a way to make them uh, gluten-free at, at home so I, I, i'm gonna tell you that because you're the one who got me hooked on frescas and so uh i'm just trying to share the love so uh, I'm going to have to send you that copycat recipe and then you can make uh, them at the house. Hunter, what part of no self-control did you not understand? So here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait until after you get back from Disney and just enough time has passed where you've forgotten about the Dole Whip. And then I'm going to send you the recipe. I'm going to find some <laughs> way to block your number from texting me where we can only call and I won't have to receive this. I'll call and leave a voicemail. Just read the entire <laughs> entire recipe page. Yeah, I don't mind. Thirty minute voicemail. <laughs> I've done stranger. <laughs> no, nah, it'll be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to well, kind of looking forward to Disney. I I don't like dealing with crowds. No, and, me neither. And another flaw that I'm working on. This is my second of two flaws that I have. Is that I uh, I have not so great patience. Yep. So, 
and it never fails, Hunter. And Caroline can attest to this because she used to not believe me until we would go shopping together. But it never fails that anywhere there that I get in line, this could be at the grocery store, movie theater, anywhere at all that I get in line, it's always behind the people that take 35 minutes to get <laughs> through the line. Something's wrong. They need this. These two cans of soup were supposed to be 40 cents instead of 50 cents, like stuff like that. And then I'm standing there with like four things that I need to get where I could be gone. I could be out of there. But I always get stuck behind the lines that take forever. And I know that's how it's going to be there. I'll get right up to the front. They'll be like, oh, sorry, the ride's broke. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, uh, well, I, fingers crossed that the most magical place on earth will be where your uh, your unfortunate habit <laughs> meets its match. Uh, I hope so. What I'm really looking forward to is I'm going to try to find Walt Disney's head under the park. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll come bail you out of jail. Well, I know some I know some people that did the Disney College program, so I'm hoping they can just help me out. Yeah, yeah, get me into the underground tunnels. I mean, it's very, very not legal for you to be down there. But and people, if you're listening, you think that we're just goofing off here. No, Disney World really has like an entire. It's almost like a town under the park. Yeah, and there's tunnels under there, so that's how the cast members like sprint from place to place, and you wonder how they got to the other end of the park. That's yeah. it. There's tunnels under Disney. So like, there's a reason you never see Goofy just like walking from one area to another. He's always in that area. They have like hidden doors and tunnels and all sorts of stuff all over the place. Like if you don't believe, yeah, if you don't believe us, like go look it up. There's plenty of YouTube videos about people who've done the college program and have talked about it and everything. So it's kind of interesting how, what great links they go to, to keep the illusion alive. So and Walt Disney is down there. He's down there. He's on a treadmill. He's the one supplying power to the whole thing. It's just like Futurama. His head is just down there frozen, but you can still talk to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna follow Goofy all day and just pretend that I'm a part of the college program. <laughs> just sneak up behind Goofy, crack his neck, <laughs> drag, <laughs> drag the body, put on the Goofy costume. Yeah, 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 I work here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I work here. <laughs> Sir, we've never seen you before in our life. You're arrested. Yeah, I'll just leave my wife and sister-in-law and then uh, just let them go on their own while I go exploring the, the, the dark web of Disney. As if there were any other way to do it. I mean, but you already said you'd bail me out, and since I edit the podcast here... Uh, I'm not. I'm gonna keep that in there. I'm not gonna cut it out. So you have sense. you have to get me out of jail. <laughs> if, blackmail. If I end up. <laughs> yeah, but pu- public blackmail. You know the exact opposite way it's supposed to be. But. Makes sense. <laughs> oh, well, Hunter, we have some news here that uh, I think we can we can share. News uh, team yeah. assemble. <laughs> <laughs> So I've been going through, and I believe here in the next couple of weeks we'll have a uh, we'll have some print to order stuff available, and we'll drop that into the uh, into the descriptions of everything where this goes. Uh, we're gonna look to try to get at least a shirt and a sticker, you know, kind of sticker on there. Uh, probably probably gonna be something related to strawberry candy for the first one. I don't know it for fact, but. <laughs> Spoiler, it's probably going to be some candy involved with it, but we're going to have some uh, have some stuff available to you all. So I've had several people say they'd, they'd like one and they'd uh, they'd give us some free promotion since we're not, well, since I don't know if we'll ever make money on this really, but uh, <laughs> if uh, we'll get some free promotion there and uh, hopefully you all like it, you know, if, if it's something that, you know, kind of takes off and people enjoy it, we'll, we'll keep it going, but uh yeah, I'd say within the next couple of weeks we'll uh we'll have that set in stone. I've been doing some research and figuring out which service we're gonna go with and it's gonna be it's gonna be there. So if you wanna you wanna rock some sheer and utter nonsense t shirts and have everybody think that you're completely ridiculous for wearing a strawberry candy on your shirt, then uh you'll have your opportunity and 
throw a sticker on your window, be one of the cool kids. Oh yeah, it's all coming together. Yeah, so you, <laughs> you, you can put you can put our sticker right next to your Flowmaster sticker on the back of your truck, <laughs> or the, or the uh, or the Calvin and Hobbes kid peeing on something. You can put the sticker right next to that, and we'll uh, we'll get that advertisement from you. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, be on the lookout for that. It's coming. Uh, excited for it, Hunter. Very uh, excited. Who would have thought we'd be here? Not me. I mean, I mean, merch is a big step. I know, man. Like, we're going to have to uh, have to get an account set up. We'll, you know, we'll probably even have to, uh, we'll have to spend the 30 or $40 or whatever it is. And we'll probably have to trademark our name. I know. It's how would you, man? You're going to have thirty percent. Every other hunter. Yeah, you're going to have thirty percent ownership of uh, this company. Oh, wow! Like stock <laughs> options. Thirty <laughs> percent. Where's the? Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to pay about seventy percent, but you'll get thirty percent of the rots. Does that sound good? Okay. You know what? That sounds like something old Elon Musk would do. And so that's the future, you know, getting screwed over by our corporate overlords. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, be on the lookout for those next couple of weeks, unless life happens, which it usually does. It's coming. I know we say that all the time and we've done this for, what are we on week 11 now? But yeah. it's coming. We're we're in the works. The accounts will be made hopefully soon. Uh, and then we'll be... We'll be selling stuff and not doing really any of it because someone else will do it for us. That's right. The, the best of, of all worlds there. But, <laughs> uh, well, with all the with all the advertisements out of the way there, Hunter, I was thinking through, and this next little bit here, what, uh, what really caught my mind and was making me think back to my younger years, back before... I had any responsibilities when, when life was fun with some of the embarrassing moments that, uh, that I went through and some of the things that happened to me. And, uh, I thought it'd be fun to kind of talk about those so people can, <laughs> uh, people can laugh at us while they pretend to laugh with us. What say you? Sounds good to me. The one that really stuck out to my mind here, I was going through and thinking about all the stuff, was I was probably 13 or 14. I was just getting out of my uh, getting out of my chubby stage, and uh, my clothes didn't all fit that well because you're growing and this and that and whatnot. But every uh, every New Year's my church would have a New Year's party and we'd all go and play games and things like that while we waited to bring the New Year in. And we were doing the chair game. And if you don't know what that is, basically one person stands up in the in the front and or in the middle of the chairs or all in a circle and every and they say something about them. And everything that, that applies everybody that, that applies to, uh, you have to get up and move to another chair. So I remember it vividly. It was my turn up there and I had the I had the the best one and I used it every time I ever played this game. I got up in the front in the middle and I said, My name's Cody and I don't have any kids. And of course, all all the kids that were there, nobody had any kids, so we all sprinted for chairs. Well it was I didn't want to have to get up there again, so it was one of the little kids from church was there, so I kind of just shoved him out of the way, and I slid into this chair, and I was like, yeah, that's how I do it. We, we play for blood at church there, if you didn't catch my drift. And I get up there, and the very next time we're going through, of course, I get back up in the middle of the, again. And I stand up, and everybody starts giggling, and my mom looks over, and she yells, Cody, your pants are ripped. And this is like cartoon style. I kid you not, my jeans, and I wear jeans forever, so they they were worn down. They were ripped on my butt cheek from my belt loops all the way down to my mid-thigh. 
And it wasn't like where the, the seam kind of splits and you have like, it's kind of together. Full on rip, like a full cheek hanging out here at church. And it was literally like nine o'clock at night. So I was going to be there for probably four more hours with just these ripped pants in church. And there was nothing I could do about it. That has never happened to me before. That has never happened to me since. But Hunter, I split these bad boys for all they were worth in front of all the adults down there, all the girls that were my age, all the kids that were there. Everybody got, uh, I wouldn't say as a full moon because I had on boxers, but they got them a uh, got them a PG thirteen show there at church when I split these bad boys wide open. So what you're telling me is you mooned Jesus. I mean, I don't like to think of it like that, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> we were downstairs, luckily. So it's kind of like we're whenever we'd have a church dinner, you know, everybody hung, hung out, we'd eat and whatnot. But Hunter, it was I. I bet it was a foot long rip. All the way down. And, and it couldn't have been on the side, like down the leg. It couldn't have been, you know, kind of on my hip. It was like, it was like two or three inches over from crack. Like it was all the way down. <laughs> and it, there's nothing I could do about it. My mom tried to put uh, paper towels in my pants, like in the hole to cover it up. I was like, you really think this is going to work? Putting paper towels <laughs> in a rip, like... It was wide open. It kind of it kind of looked like you, you remember in high school when people would cut their the sleeves off their shirt and cut it down the sides. Yeah. That's what it, that's what that's what it looked like. <laughs> so wide open. I don't I don't find most of this movie to be funny or entertaining, but there's one part of the movie Sausage Party that this makes me think of when the peanut butter and jelly uh, the wife that's the jelly falls off the shelf and she's shattered on the ground. And he's like, I'm going to fix you. <laughs> he's like, trying, he's <laughs> that's what it makes me think of. Your mom's like, I'm going to fix this stuffing paper towels in your ripped pants. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like if we, if, if we were one of those churches that like is super strict and we're, we're a small, small town church. So, I mean, we, you know, we had things that we went by, but if it was one of those like super strict churches, man, they probably would have kicked me out because everybody got a full view <laughs> of this backside of mine. And, <laughs> you know, not bragging. I got I got a big butt. So uh, <laughs> it was it was hanging out. I think I had to end up going going just to sit in the car when everybody went upstairs for the for the service. But, yeah, it was it was wide open, my friend. Wide open. And, and of course at 13, you can't, or 14, you can't let anybody know that you're embarrassed and I'm pretty easy going anyway. So I probably laughed it off, but I'm sure that there was a, uh, there was a moment of, oh no, (laughs) what happened? (laughs) What, what decisions in my life brought me here? No. Oh geez. That was probably the most embarrassing thing that's happened to me. Uh, that that I can think about like public thing. I've I've done stupid stuff at the house and mom and dad have laughed at me, but yeah, that's a that's a bad one. We also speaking about the house, we used to have I don't know why. My family's weird. Don't don't judge us, but we <laughs> we used to have competitions to see who could like we try to jump up and touch our heads to the ceiling. Yeah. And we try to do stuff like that or like jump up and and kick the top of the doorway, like stuff that you shouldn't be able to do. I remember that I, <laughs> for some reason I had on socks and we were doing one of those where we were trying to touch our heads to the ceiling. My dad got pretty close. My mom, not really. My sister's five, three, so she had no hope, but I I must've just had one of those jumps where it was like the highest I've ever went in my life. And my hair touched the ceiling and I must have just got excited in midair. I came down, dude, and my feet slid right out from under me, and you would have thought an earthquake hit the house from how much it shook. Oh, my word. Oh, 
and of course, family never lets you live anything down. Mm-hmm. So it, it was months that, that that was getting brought up. And every time somebody came over, we were talking about it. Dude, I <laughs> ate crap on that one, jumping up. And my feet just, they decided that they were not touching that floor again. And I went <laughs> right down, dude. Mm, I don't know what that's like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor Hunter. Uh, but that's mine there, friend. You got any any stories or anything got, that you went through? I'm sure that if, if I put some thought and time into it that I could come up with a bunch. But the one that jumps out at me for sure is the... <laughs> when I was in high school, I was on a swim team. And we'd often do these little get-togethers where people would come over to the house. And um, there was... Um, there was dinner and then usually some sort of activity afterwards. And it, it usually was at that time, the connect was huge for the Xbox. So we'd usually play like dance central or something. Um, but uh, we had eaten, it was, it was in fall. So chili was a really easy and, and good dinner. So like we'd had chili and everybody had, had eaten and we'd gone upstairs to, to play video games. And it's, it's just an, the entire swim team, like it's literally everyone on the swim team is, is in my house. And these two girls decided that it would be a funny idea to uh, tickle me. And I'm quite ticklish. And I literally asked them not to. But of course, as as that usually goes, if you say, please don't usually, <laughs> usually people just want to want to tickle you more. So these two girls start tickling me. And I fall back in uncontrollable laughter. And the chili began to work its magic. And I literally (laughs) audibly farted in front of everybody. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. And I mean... (laughs) Chili farts are the worst. (laughs) I mean, and I I was kind of like... I don't know how I bounce back because, you know, in high school, embarrassment is like turned up to 11. I was like, what did you guys expect? Like, I told you not to tickle me. We all just got through eating chili. <laughs> and you think it's a good idea to make me thrash around <laughs> after we've got chili on board. So I don't know. I, it it didn't, didn't make things weird. Everybody thought it was funny, but it, it was it was a little embarrassing to, to say the least because I was like I was in my house, you know, like it wasn't the end of the world. But I just ripped a big old fat one right in front of God and everybody. <laughs> Man, farts are farts are so funny, <laughs> and it's so funny in that situation, you know, because you know girls were there or whatever. It was it was bad. I couldn't tell you how many times that I had friends over uh, whenever I was in middle school or whatever, and man, someone just rips a big fart. And everybody just cracks up. <laughs> but man, you bring a girl into the party and it's like, oh my God, yeah. what have I done? Social suicide. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I've I've had a few of those where you uh where you, where you accidentally let out a let out a big one. My <laughs> my favorite's when you're with somebody else and like you're trying to squeak one out. And it's a little louder than you anticipated. Yeah. And then immediately look over at somebody else and blame them for it. <laughs> I used to do that all the time whenever we were in school. Blame it on the dog. That's the easiest one. <laughs> we, we'd be sitting in class sometimes. And I, I know nobody likes the guy that farts in class. But when you got to fart, you got to fart. And you try to squeak it out. But sometimes it doesn't. You And then you got to be just as loud as you can oh my gosh dylan what'd you do and you blame somebody else for it uh, so you're you're a special kind of sociopath yes. <laughs> but you can't let anybody know you just farted in class especially because you you know it's going to be ripe in that closed off classroom <laughs> the amount of thought that you've put into this i find a touch concerning <laughs> man this is just who i am you know it, it it's it's all I know, but I I can't be blamed for that fart that I just let out. It's got someone's got to be the scapegoat man, and it's whoever whoever's closest to me. 
doesn't doesn't matter where we're at, who it is. I'll still do that sometimes if 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 I know one's coming. I'll uh, if I'm like with my family, let one, Caroline. What'd you do? <laughs> blame her for it. Yeah. I just blame it all on Gray. Like I said, that's that's using my scapegoat. Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a Medea movie where she? Medea let a big one out, or it was the Nutty Professor, or something like one of those one of those shows, and has the the big women in it, and they let one, they blame the dog for it. Everybody's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the dog. <laughs> oh man, letting a man fart's one of those things, though. They're no matter how old you get, they're still embarrassing if you let one out. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a natural body function, but still, it's uh. It's one of those things, man. You uh, you let one. You you're like, oh god, did anybody hear that? You're like, oh no. <laughs> uh, I've had I've had my fair share of uh, fair share of fart situations, but that's a good one, man. Especially when <laughs> especially when some someone else causes it. Yeah, because like you know, your the embarrassment really happened before I even ripped it because I was like, this is going to be bad. And I'm like, stop, please stop, please stop. And they just kept on and kept on and kept on. And then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. And I'm someone else, too, that I get a whole lot of secondhand embarrassment when I'm around (laughs) stuff that happens like that. I'm real bad. Like if I know something embarrassing, like I just see it happening on like a TV show or a movie. I have to like pause it and prepare myself. Cause I'm like, this is about to be really bad here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I get a whole lot of secondhand embarrassment. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with you on that one, friend. Um, uh, chili farts, dude. That's about chili the worst. Farts. Fart. That's about the worst fart you could have too. <laughs> yeah. At least it wasn't a wet one. Oh, you would have never recovered from that one. No, that would have been social suicide. That would have been the end times. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, please leave, and I'm going to go in here and cry in the shower. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> you are no longer welcome in my household. I mean, really, though, really though, it was your parents' fault for making chili with everybody coming over. Yeah, what were they thinking? What, no. in, the, what in the world were your parents thinking? Who, who knows? <laughs> yeah, man. Maybe I'm just biased, but probably should have went with ribs on that one. <laughs> and I still talk about your dad's ribs, but yeah, they, uh, your parents, they, man, they, they were throwing, throwing lobs to, to your swim team there. They set you up for failure on that one. I was, uh, I was a, I was a, I was a bioweapon. They turned me loose. They're like, we hate all these kids in our house. So <laughs> how, how old were you? Uh, it was probably junior or senior year. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's not quite as bad. You know, <laughs> if when you're 13, 14, 15, you know, everybody has to like you, you know, yeah. you, your social status is the only thing that matters at that point. But <laughs> when you get a little older, it's not quite as bad. So you, you looked out there, I guess. That's true. Uh, that's a good one, man. I'll, I'll have to. I have to tell Carol on that one. She'll get a kick out of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't Fun think times. I had any any big public fart stories like that one, but <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to remember that one. But yeah. Splitting my pants and you letting out the Mondo fart. We're, Mondo. <laughs> I, I think we were meant to be friends. That's right. <laughs> well, man, you got any more there? Man, nothing jumps out. That's those are the those are the big ones, or the, the well, the big one. I, I I guess come tomorrow, I'll I'll have like three or four more. But I just I've been sitting here trying to rack my brain, and I I can't I can't come up with any. But we we can try to revisit this at some point. I'll, I'll write oh, down. Oh sure, dude. I have embarrassing stuff that happens about every single day. I'll just start <laughs> keeping a keeping a list in my phone, and and we'll hit it back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be at work sometimes and something will happen or someone will say something and I'm real bad. I don't know why, but, um, recently it's just started anytime somebody like where I'm having a conversation with somebody, when you're talking, I'll look right at you, but I've just started getting so distracted whenever someone like comes in the office or whatever and we start talking and 
I'll just I'll look away for a second, and you might as well just leave and come back in, and let's restart the conversation because my train of thought has went nowhere. It's just gone. It's gone, dude. And uh, you know, it we're in a professional work environment, and I can't even talk to you about how my weekend was because I I just lose my train of thought. So yeah. I'm I'm the same way. Like if I'm really confused by something or I'm having to put a lot of thought into something like Brie can literally look me right in the eyes and tell me something. And I'm like nodding because I understand she's communicating information to me. But then after the sentence concludes, I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is, man. That's how it is. But well, I think we can about wrap this one up i swear i feel we uh i feel like we start every episode and before we ever get to the the meat of it all we're already 40 minutes in but your leg just takes up so much time you're not you're not telling me anything i don't know that's three months of my life i'll never get back <laughs> <laughs> but uh i guess we'll we'll wrap this one up a little shorter episode than we have had but we're we're still right at that hour mark heck yeah mm-hmm. Next week, uh, we've got Hunter coming back on. Or not Hunter. You're Hunter. You'll be back on anyway. We have Duncan, <laughs> we have Duncan coming on. Uh, had had some issues last time, but we'll uh, we'll get him on this coming week, and uh, it'll be it'll be a jolly good time. We'll it's untelling how long that episode will go for. We're uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Once you two get getting your banter, I feel like I could probably just mute myself here and just let you all take it over. <laughs> It'll it'll be fun stuff there, but go uh, make sure you check out the YouTube page. We put our stuff up on there. I don't think we've been getting a whole lot of views on there anymore, have we? YouTube, not so much. It's it's really mostly Spotify. Yeah, I've, I've we've had several of the uh, the podcast services that have uh, have done well for us here. I, I always put it on you. I, I'll pull up Anchor this time. We'll see if we got anywhere. Anywhere new that's been listening to us here, if my internet will load. Yay. Yay. <laughs> it just pulled up. I will say, you know, we've we've been doing this 11 weeks and not huge, huge numbers, but uh, we we broke 100 views just, uh, pro- what was it, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right now it says that we're at 160. So we're, uh, we're doing well. Like you said, the... Uh, the listening for for each episode has kind of equaled out let's see here we are currently in tennessee washington state massachusetts georgia texas new jersey new jersey jersey dc north carolina alabama arizona michigan and ohio so i i don't know how long those people are listening but uh, according to according to our our hosting site we we have listeners from quite a few states here, and yeah. you know, like we said, it, you know, we we want as mem- as many people to listen as possible, and of course, we want you know the views to go up and whatnot. But it is just amazing to me how widespread we are. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like that is so cool that we have people literally from New Jersey to Arizona to to Washington State all listening to this podcast. If it. If, if possible, I'd like to ask if, if you're listening right now and we just called out one of the states like, you know, that, that you are, you're from, uh, would you mind just to give us some feedback? I'd love it to know, like, uh, if you could go on Twitter and just say how you found out about us, that would be really inter- interesting for me to know. Cause yeah, for sure. I just wonder, cause like, I wonder how somebody in Ohio hears about us or if they just stopped, like if it was just recommended to them by Spotify or, and they just started listening. And I'm, I'm just curious. I'm just curious how you found us. Yeah, dude, that'd be, that'd be awesome. If you're anywhere you're at, you know, just jump on the, jump on the Twitter page and, and comment to us. You know, we're, uh, we're, we try to interact some, we don't get to, we don't post as much as we probably should on there, but yeah, let us know how you found us. Cause you know, we're just trying to, trying to reach as many people as possible. So I I personally know zero people in most of those states. <laughs> yeah, so, me too. So it'd be cool just to know how you found us, uh, if you're liking it, how how long you've been listening, that sort of stuff. And uh, we will definitely 
definitely converse with you on there because that, you know, we're all about making making friends of the show. So yeah, let us, yeah. If you can, just hop on there. Let us know. Jump on the YouTube page, whatever. Uh, just let us know how you found us. We'll uh, we'll get we'll get back with you. And uh, already plugged the Twitter. Thank you for listening on all the streaming services. Uh, yeah, we were on about every single platform you could imagine. So just keep keep checking us out. Give us a share if you uh, if you want to, and let other people people know about us because as we say it every week we just want to make people laugh so hunter anything else that's it all right thank you all for listening and uh get ready for next week it's, it's gonna be a banger as the kids say buckle up <laughs> all right hunter it's been good talking to you my friend good talking to you goodbye goodbye